Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Uh, that was Clint Boone, uh, the Clint Boone experience. Clint Boone, of course, the uh, keyboard player. Do I sound okay to you? Because in my head, I think they fixed the headphones, but to such a degree that they, they may sound good to you, but they sound awful to me. But that's by the by. Um, <clears throat> start with a, an upbeat, fun song, because uh, the next couple of minutes is going to be uncomfortable for me. Won't be too uncomfortable for you. It might be disappointing for you, um, but it's something I, I have to do. So I'm going to do it, and um, then we are going to move on, and we're going to have a fun show. We're going to have a light-hearted, we're going to have a laugh um, tonight. But something I have uh, something I have said and done recently has bothered me greatly. Um, I have not lived up to the standards by which I, I judge other people and by which I would like myself to be judged. And um, um, I feel that you, do, you and I, dear listener, have a, um, a relationship based on trust. And if that trust were to be broken on either side, then that would, would damage the relationship. So um, <clears throat> this is hard. Uh, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is sorry. What I'm trying to say is sorry. I have not been... Uh, completely honest with you about certain things that have uh, that have happened um, recently. You will remember. Uh, you will remember recently that I have had two big news stories about me. Um, one uh, involved an accident with a well, falling down a well, and the other um, involved being attacked by an owl. Um, <clears throat> I was not attacked by an owl. Um, that is an untrue story. It's a lie that was made up. Um, and I can tell you why I made it up, although I suspect some of you are switching off already. Um, the well story is true. Uh, everything about the well story is true. And um, I enjoyed the attention uh, that I got. It's new for me to have the press focusing on me and and being interested in what I say. And um, I enjoyed the press attention that I got when um, I talked about falling down the well. I enjoyed being in the papers. 
I enjoyed um, doing Good Morning Britain and they had a tiny well for me and it made me feel special and uh, it made me feel loved. Um, and as you know, some of you know, my mum is in a wheelchair and um, I wanted more of that attention that I probably didn't get as a little boy. And so when I did fall over and hit my head at what I later found out was a gay cruising um, uh, area, I guess you'd call it, um, I was kneeling down to do up a shoelace uh, come loose and I must have just kind of fallen backwards and I did bump my head on a tree and I did bleed um but that doesn't make a good story and I, I wondered how I can make a good story and and there was the documentary uh the staircase out about the murder in America and one of the theories in that is uh an owl did it a raptor and um I kind of put two and two together and came up with my own story and I can't even look at Catherine while I'm saying this because this is, uh, this is, um, uh, this is you know, this is this is shameful stuff, man. So um, I knew the owl thing. Um, I'm so sorry, Catherine. I'm so sorry. Can I? It's not. No. Okay. Um, ugh. I knew the owl thing would get in the papers. I knew it would get detention and I knew that it would create controversy. And um, so uh, so I um, I said I'd been attacked by an owl and I hadn't. I'd just, I'd just fallen backwards whilst tying my shoelace in a gay cruising area. And um, this has been bothering me for a long time. This has been really um, playing on my mind for a long time that I lied to you guys. And I lied to you, Catherine. And I lied to you, Sam. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that sorry doesn't cut it all the time. And if you choose to, uh, if you choose to stop listening to this show, then, then so be it. Um, and I was thinking how can um how can i make it up um how can i make it up to you guys um so i um i, I brought in my bible uh i brought in my bible today and um i'm i'm putting my i put my hand on the bible and uh I swear to you, Catherine, and uh, I swear to you, Sam, and I swear to everybody listening at home, uh, I will never, I will never lie to you again uh, as part of this radio show or in life. I will never lie. I swear on the Holy Bible, the most, the, the most sacred book. Um, 
And if I had a Quran, I would I'd swear on that, the second most sacred book. I swear on this holy Bible. I will never lie to you again, dear listener, as long as um, as long as talk radio. Uh, let me do this radio show. I will never lie again. And 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 from now on, everything I will I say, I swear to to God on this Bible, will be true. We we actually had twenty Ofcom complaints about the owl incident, and uh, they have been upheld. And I've never had an Ofcom. <laughs> I've been doing. <laughs> I've been doing this job, uh, and I love this job so much for 20 years and I've never had an Ofcom and uh, we've had these Ofcom complaints upheld and I, I've brought shame on, on me, on on you, Catherine, as the producer of this show, Sam. And um, I have brought shame on talk radio and I've brought shame on British broadcasting, fake news. So let me just swear again on this Bible that I I swear to you never lie. We'll never lie on this show ever again. And that is that that is done. That is that done. And we are gonna have a fun show tonight. I'm gonna to talk to you about Shania Twain and um uh Butterhead and uh Dumb Phone and we're gonna have a lot of fun. Let's go to the ads now. Thank you. Thank you. Talk radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, excuse me. Oh, Dad. Just... Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Let's uh, let's crack on with the show. The, let's let's not dwell on that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Going to be a fun show tonight, guys. Going to be a very fun show. I'm going to talk to you about my dumb phone that I bought. My dumb phone. Uh, Ken's on the line. Good evening, Ken. Good evening, Ian. I want to commend you here, Ian. And it's not flattery, for your honesty and for your courage, man. That's courageous what you did tonight, and it's honest. Thank you. And you have to be commended for that. Thank you. Out of dishonesty comes ultimate honesty. Yes, listen, we're all guilty of sin, Ian. Every single one of us are guilty. And that book. Out of death comes sweetness. Is that, well, that's not quite the quote, is it? What is it? What did you say? Out of death comes sweetness well out of well, i've never heard that one no That's it's the, the one about the the, the the daniel and the lion and then the, the bees form uh, make a honey pot inside the lion don't they the bees yes yes and, and there's a quote in the bible it's on the front of um syrup golden syrup but i can't remember what it is but anyway go on sorry 
Yeah, but I would just like to say to Ian, you, know, you laid your hand on the back. See, the biggest problem in the world is mankind's sin. This is not a religious spiel here. I'm telling you the truth. We all know we're guilty sinners. We're all full of pride and lust. Every single one of us are in the same state. Now, you said you laid your hand on the Bible, Ian. Now, in that Bible, it is God's book, and he tells us in the Bible that he loves sinners, and he died on the cross in the person of Jesus, that you and I could be forgiven and set free from our sin and our guilt. This is the greatest news in history, Ian. This is fantastic news for me, a sinner. When I called in the name of Jesus driving a truck down the highway in Canada and asked God to forgive me of all my unbelief and my sins, and it came from my heart, nothing to do with churches. I realized there's a God who loves me, and he sent his son Jesus to die for me, and I acknowledged my guilt and my sin, and I sincerely asked for forgiveness. God heard my cry because I believed that Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead, Mm -hmm. and he forgave me. Yep. Well, that's that is the beauty of it, uh, Ken. And this I, is wonderful, Ian. It is, and I appreciate I appreciate your call, brother. Thank you, man. Uh, let's go to uh, Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hey, Ian. How you doing, man? I'm all right, thank you, man. It's an emotional okay. night, but I, you know, already um, I feel a little bit lighter. Listen, before we start, I don't want to wreck over any ground that you just covered because you did it, you know, as eloquently as you know as I expected you to. Um, but you did say something that I just want to pick you up on. Yes. You said you enjoyed feeling special. And you enjoyed feeling loved. Yeah. Well, you are special, and you are loved. Come on now. And regardless of what you've done, whatever, all that nonsense, you know, that's never going to change. You're going to set me off again, uh, Andy, but thank I appreciate what you're saying. It's very kind words, but I don't feel feel special, but um, thank you. You know, we we all have good times, we all have bad times, don't we? But the most important thing is that we keep on having them times. Yeah, it really is, and that's the thing. Don't stop having those times. Exactly. Now, listen, I called up last week to speak yes. to Kath. Yes. Is she there? Kath is here. Yeah. Hello, you. Hey. You asked me to give you a call after Gay Pride and let you know how I got on. Oh, yeah, go on then. <sighs> Can I go to sleep now? <laughs> Good times? It's been a lot of fun. Yes. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been quite tiring, quite stressful with the anxiety at times, but it's definitely been very good. Uh, got to go to Annie's on Friday night. Ooh. Which was amazing. And he's in Manchester. Yeah, isn't it though? Isn't it? Oh, Ian, it's so good. It's 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 like stepping back into like the forties or something oh. in a good way. I took well, I went with a friend there for dinner on Friday night, and I went. I can just spend the whole weekend here. Yeah, it's just it was heaven. The service for those who don't know, Annie's is is a lovely little restaurant in um, uh, in Manchester. It's owned by Jenny McAlpine and her uh, uh, husband Chris. And uh, we went there when we were in Manchester, Kath and I, because you know I know Jenny and I know Chris. And I said, you know, we talked about Annie's a lot when we were in the jungle. I was like, oh, if I'm in Manchester, I go. So we went there for our lunch one day, and the next day we're going out for breakfast and. We didn't know where we were going, and about ten minutes later, we went. We're walking back to Annie's, aren't we? And we did. <laughs> and we went back and had breakfast there because it seemed like a sure bet. So, um, good, it's a good place. I'm glad you went. Thank you for that. I mean, I'm, I'm not any kind of commissioner or anything like that. I swear to God. But if you're in Manchester, people, you have to go. It's so good. The music and the food. And I, I had a burger, and at first, for a burger. But it was outstanding. It yeah. was just yeah. incredible. Yeah. And then Gay Pride was great. Got to see some really good acts. Went to see Piss the Magic Dragon at the comedy store last yeah, night. Now he's well. now he's huge in America, right? And I because he yeah. was on America's Got Talent. 
I paid him 25 quid once to do a gig above a pub. Really? Yeah, and um, he's um, hmm, he's a great magician. Yep. In, tricky guy. Tricky guy. I think I can say tricky guy. I, well, I found him, him on that night. Last night, and oh, he's a bit acerbic. Yeah, and he was. I found him like that in real life. I had to stand with him. He had another gig, ah, and okay. I had to stand out in Camden High Street with him, trying to flag down a black cab for him. Yep. Um, when I was supposed to be hosting a show. But, you know, that's cool. It's, I thought his act was brilliant. You know, he's great. I love magic. You know me, Andy. I love magic. And he's a great magician. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and he is very, very, very entertaining. Um, he, he's just... I, I've always enjoyed the Jack D kind of dry sense of humour yeah. and stuff like that. And he does that brilliantly. But you know what they say, don't you? It takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Oh. And I've always been quite lazy. Oh. You know? Hang on. Hang on. So, this out. Hang on. So you smile. He smiles, he smiles a, lot. a lot. Yeah, because he's simple. Is that no. what the thing? Have I got the equation right? Oh, exactly. This guy's simple. <laughs> so I reckon that's it. I reckon piff's just an exercise. He's free. saying piff, guy. By the way, he doesn't sound like piff on the phone line, but he's saying oh, piff. Does it, does he no, you listen. You listen back, and you see what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Andy. Take care, buddy. Tatty, bye, 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 bye. Um, evening, Gatford. Hi. Okay, thanks for your call. So, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, now, I've not... Um, I should have done a little bit of research, right? But, um... Tor- I've got two stories about Toronto. One has just popped up here, right? A sex doll brothel is opening in Toronto. North America's first known sex doll brothel, brothel will open in Toronto next month, offering sexual services with six silicon dolls. Uh, according to the website for Aura Dolls, the company wants to bring a new way to achieve sexual needs without the many restrictions and limitations that a real partner may come with, eh? But that wasn't the story that um, that grabbed me. Where was the where was the story? I meant to uh, I saw it on Twitter. And I meant to clip uh, the page because it, this is a this is a good one. Um, oh, where is it? Let's try it. Let's try it under. Let's click on the fun button. Let's click on fun. Where's the fun? No. Can't find it. Right, we're going to Google it. Um, there is a library in Toronto um, that you can find up a, a number and they'll, it's like, it, it's a book. They read a book to you down the phone. Oh. I don't know if it's a real person or if it's a recorded message. So Toronto Library, dial a story. There we go. Let's see. Um... Here we go. Here we go. Nurture a love of stories, language and imagination. Listen anytime. Available in 16 languages. These are stories for younger children, seven and under, and for older up to 12. What's the dial code for, for, for Canada? Canada. Can, can, uh, Canada. Yeah, I was going to say Canada. Can, Canada. 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 Yeah. Can, Canada. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus one. No, that's America, you racist. No. I'll go. I've got a little plus one. Uh, four, one. Six, three, nine, five, five, four, zero, zero. Let's let's have a little listen. See if we can. Um... So this is the Toronto Public Library. Let's see. I'd like to have a story. You can have it in different languages: Polish, English, French, Cantonese, Urdu, Tagalog, Tagalog, Tagalog. 
Why is it not ringing? And if I put it there, sometimes. Korean, press six. Okay. In Mandarin, press seven. We can't press in numbers, Persian, can we? press eight. Can, can Polish, you press a number? Press nine. Do you like in to click it through to you? Press one. Clicking it through to you. I'm guessing English is one, as it should be. No, we're number one. We're number one. He's chewing gum at work. I don't really approve of that. No, but he is cool, isn't he? He's cool. He's, uh, yeah, he is a cool guy. That's sad. Oh, there we go. Hang on, I've done, I did that. Otherwise, hold for a story for younger children. There we go. Or to return to the previous menu, press star. There we go. So we can listen to a story from the Toronto Dial a Story Public Library. This is great. In the, in the late 70s and 80s, you used to get, we used to get dial a disc. My name is Ken Roberts, and I'm your storyteller for today. There are many languages in the world, and they each seem to have a different name for everything. Yeah. A traditional English story, Master of All Masters, pokes fun at a man with his own imaginary language. It seems there was a young woman who needed a job. She went to town and was interviewed by an elderly man with the habit of peering over at her from the top of his glasses, like he was always judging her every comment and movement. The gentleman did hire the young woman, though, to come and work at his house, and when she arrived, he greeted her at the door by saying, If you're going to work for me, miss, you must learn that everything in my house has its own name. Let's start your lesson. What would you call me? The young woman hesitated for a moment and then said, Why... Master or Mr. Sir, she saw the elderly gentleman peer at her from over the top of his glasses and added quite rapidly, or whatever you please, sir. You must call me Master of All Masters, said the old Kinky man, devil. Sucking this in kids? his rather large stomach. And what would you call Fat this? Okay. He asked, pointing to the Not cat. So cool. The young woman wanted the job very much. Say pussy. Kitty or cat, she asked, hopefully. She glanced up at the gentleman. He was peering at her again. He sighed and said, No, you must call her white-faced Simony. It's getting a little bit racial now. Simony, thought the young woman to herself as she smiled at the gentleman. This man is nuts. Now we're mocking mental health. Asked the man, pointing at the fire. Whatever you please, sir, said the woman. Ah, good, good. This you must call hot cockalorum. Do you hot have that? Lauren? Wow. Yes, said the wow. woman. Fire is not fire. It is what? hot cocklorum. Hot cocklorum. So. And this, he asked, pointing at his pants. That was my nickname at school. They are pants, it wasn't. said the woman. Pants. No, no. They are squibs and cracks. They are cracks. I, <laughs> I was going to say fanny sticks. Is, thought the young woman, as she was led out of the living hot room. Hot cocklorum and, and cracks. The house. And this. Asked the old man, dipping his hands into a bowl of water. Okay. <laughs> Silly me, said the girl, hoping the old this man would catch his fly. the sarcasm in her voice. I'd call it water. Water. The gentleman laughed. <laughs> no, no, it no. Come. It is called Pondalorum. <laughs> and this, he said, pointing to his bed, it's a bed. Not at all. It is my barnacle. And this, Come and sit yes, on my waving his hands around to indicate the entire house. Oh. It is a house, but I will call it whatever you wish, master of all masters. It is called High Topper Mountain. <laughs> For the rest of the day, the old man led the young woman throughout High Topper Mountain, telling her of his special names for objects and things. 
He then showed her to her own turfle, and she hopped into her own barnacle to get some Fijo. In the middle of the night, she I was going to play this for a minute, but I want to know what happened. And shouted out, Master of all masters, hop out of your barnacle and slip on your squibs and crackers. White-faced simony got a spark of hot cockalorum on its tail, and unless we throw some pondalorum on high topper mountain, it will all be hot cockalorum. I hope he understood her, and I hope you did too. If you enjoyed this story, <laughs> then go to your local public library and hear some more. Remember to hang up your phone so others can listen as well. Thank you. Thank oh. you for listening to a story. To what did we... Right. <laughs> Hot cockalorum. I can't help but feel let down by the... Uh, yeah, what happened next? ...story there. Um, well, I tell you what, I didn't like the story. I didn't like the way the guy read it. But I'm guessing that's for people that don't have books. Not everyone has books. You've got books. I've got books. I've got a few, yeah. Loads. Mm. Um, not everyone's got books. I wonder... I haven't got that book oh, for a reason. Hot Cockalorum, <laughs> which is by, actually, by coincidence, is the title of my autobiography that's coming out uh, in September, Hot Cockalorum. Um, I, don't, I don't know quite what to make of that. That wasn't... It started off as a heartwarming story and then turned into a paedophilic fantasy. Well, I don't know why she didn't just leave. He was clearly Why did she, Why was she staying there the yeah. night? Um, 0344-499-1000. It's going to be one of them shows. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. So, yeah, we used to have things in the the 70 dialer disc where... Five pence for five pence. What was the number for dial a disc? One nine two was direct for inquiries. It wasn't one oh one. It was three numbers, and you'd go and you'd listen to a pop record played down the phone at very low quality as well. It was, it was very low quality, and you'd go and listen to it. Um, I wonder if there are any recordings of uh, dial a disc on YouTube. There must be YouTube um, dot org. Is it? No, it's dot com. Dial a disc. Um, uh, one six zero. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's go to uh, Gatford. Good evening, Gatford. I've killed thirty-seven owls. Okay. Um, let's go to Kasif. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kasif. Are you in the same room as your telephone, please? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. Is your mouse is your mouth near the telephone, please, Kasif? Yes, yes. There I it is. Yes. Now it is. It wasn't. Now it is. Yes, yes. I, just, I made a song yesterday because you become a farmer. You see. Oh yeah. Can you let's hear your song? I'd love to hear it. Oldie and Lee had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yo. Okay. And on that farm, he had some wells. Yeah, okay, yeah, yo. With Ian tripping in one here and tripping in one there. Yeah, trip okay. there, trip everywhere, trip, trip. Oldie and Lee had a farm. Well, yeah, yeah, yo. You're the only. And on that farm, next to that farm, there was a strawberry it. farmer. Yeah, yeah, yo. With Ian stealing strawberries here and stealing strawberries there. Yeah, steal there, steal everywhere, stealing. 
Only, only he had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yo. And <laughs> moved in next door was a stalker. Yeah, oh, yeah, yo. With a good evening here and a good evening there. Yeah, good evening there, good evening everywhere, oh, good evening. Only, only he had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yo. Okay. Now, you're the only person, Kasif, in Britain who doesn't know the tune to Old MacDonald. Shall yeah, I sing it to you so you know the tune? It goes like this. Old Cassif had a face, E-I-E-I-O, and on that face he had my fist, E-I-E-I-O, with a smack, smack here and a punch, punch there, here a punch, there a smack, everywhere a slap, slap. Old Cassif had a face, E-I-E-I-O. Ian, yesterday there was another line, the first line to it, old Ian Lee had a from E-I-E-I-O, which had some owls, E-I-E-I-O. Go away. I think my version was better. How can you not know the tune to Old MacDonald? Also, how can you make owl into owls? <laughs> he added like three syllables. <laughs> owls. Let's go to... Uh, hello? Hello, John? Hello? Yeah, it's uh, Just about. Yeah, it sounds now. like you're calling from um, the future. I'm calling from the, from the United States. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to just about hear that. What can we do for you, John? Yes, I'm calling to talk about my newly published book called The King of Poetry from the Ancient Shores of Ireland. It just it came out in August of 2017. It was published by a, a company called Page Publishing out of Staten Island, New York. So it's quite an old book then. Yeah, it's on barnesandnoble.com, google.com, uh, it's on appleitunes.com. Right, hang on, let me go. Is it on Amazon? Hello? Yes. <laughs> Is, what's the book called? It's called The King of Poetry from the Ancient Shores of Ireland by King Sir John O'Green II. It's quite a wide book. The King of Poetry by... From the, the Ancient, Ancient Shores, Shores of Ireland. Okay. Don't forget that bit. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, and, okay. Um, it's by... Hang on. By, by Sir John L. Green II. That's you, is it? Yes, sir. That's me. This book was written in remembrance of the author's long-time teacher and best friend, who was a commercial fisherman and a practising shaman in scrying, scrying, numerology, the Ogham alphabet, divination, philosophy, ancient wisdom, herbalism and bullshine. Twi- yes, sir. Um, all right, OK. How, and how many of these have you sold? Because I, I, I've... Okay, how many of these have you sold? Because I've just seen something here. And I, haven't, I haven't checked my quarterly, quarterly, yet, quarterly yet. It actually just came out in August of 2017. That's, that's but, a year um, ago. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, they told me that sometimes it, t- it takes about two to four years for it to, be, to become popular by supply and demand. J.K. Rollins actually had to wait that long for the Harry Potter but so you, but you, So you get quarterly updates. So you should have had at least three updates, maybe even four Thanks for showing me the fingers there, Kath, in case I couldn't work it no, out. I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> but, but the pub- the publisher said that the publisher said that when, when, when they make when they make over a certain amount of money they, they actually uh, cut me a okay. check if they don't Because you're selling it for seven pounds ninety five and it's only got twenty eight pages. Right. It's actually thirty two pages. It's it's a cross between Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Uh, the Holy Bible, my own true life story, uh, encrypted. It's got history, mystery, politics, war, love, peace, Big ancient print. wisdom. Are there pictures, finger spaces? 
Pardon? Pictures? Finger spaces? Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 a combination. It's a combination of of, um, of politics, uh, war, love, peace. Okay. Um, well, I'm just, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the here's the because I'm a cool guy. I just ordered a copy of it. Right. I can't wait. I just ordered it. But here's the annoying thing. I ordered it on Kindle. I, ha- I haven't got a Kindle, and I meant to order the book. Can I, ret- I? How do I return this guy's book that so far has only sold one can't copy? Can you that's read be... it online? Um. Yeah, maybe we can. You can... You can buy it online. You can buy it on Kindle.com or. or you know, I've, I've I've bought it. I bought it for a Kindle, but I don't have a Kindle. Um, oh. Read now. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Read now. I'm good. Do you, would you mind if I read some of it now? If you want to. Okay. Um. What? So let's hang on a minute. Let's get some Irish music in the background. Um. Okay. And uh, let's, why don't you set the scene before I start reading it? Pardon me? Oh, Why don't you set okay. the scene? Okay. Um, it, it's a, it's about it's about apprenticeship. It's about a, a young man who went through a, a, a lot of many uh, problems with his family and his life. Yep. One day he was walking through the woods of, of Belfast and he, he he came across an old man uh, doing a ritual and he didn't know who he was and, and he and he uh, he heard. Well, shall I start reading? Shall I start reading, John? I've literally just bought it. Shall I start reading? Go right ahead. Once upon a time in Ireland's ancient past, there was the king and queen of the tree folk of the ancient children of the Tuatha Denan. They had a child by the name of Sir John L. II, who became the prince of his home township and the heir to the throne. This prophecy of Ireland was written in the ancient scrolls of time, which were handed down to the high priest and the most ancient secret order since the beginning of time for prophecy to be fulfilled and for God's will to be done in the Father, the Holy Spirit and the Son. In the year of our Lord, Niacin 14th CE, at the 14th century, At the same time, the great Messiah of Israel, the King of the Jews, and the only begotten Son of the Almighty God was born. Another son was born in Ireland during the Roman occupation of a third of Europe. He was destined to be the greatest poet on the earth. He grew up as a child in perilous times, when life had no value and death had its price to any bounty hunter who found the people of the Tuatha Denon who were to be brought back and tried, dead or alive, for using magic to change the events of the orders given out by the evil magistrate, who temporarily controlled all of Ireland through the King and Queen of Dublin, when Ireland was at war with England. The child grew into a man, trying to put what happened to him as a child behind him, realising at the time He was different than other children in his home neighbourhood, the schools he studied in and out of, and of his whole family, but he could not figure out what. So he studied every book of every subject there was. John talked to many philosophers, sociological counsellors, and professors of the great universities, and still could not figure out what was different. So he became a scholar, a writer, a poet an artist, a musician, an herbalist. 
a camper, a hunter, a sailor, a swimmer, and a commercial fisherman. John still could not figure out what made him different from other humans. And I think we'll end it there because I don't want to give away the whole story. John, I, I hope that reading was okay for you. Oh, it was perfect. How, it was perfect. How old are you, John? <laughs> I'm 50. F- oh, you're 50. So that's not your mum with you. It's your missus. I'm a half a century old. <laughs> half a century? I'm only five years behind you, brother. Um, why? Okay. Right, two questions. Two questions. First question is, why did you write it? Uh, because I wanted people to know um, what, what kind of life I had, but I wanted it. I wanted it to be encrypted into a children's story, so so it'd be uh, e- so it'd be easy to understand, not just for adults but for children too. And why? Here's and here's the bigger question: Why did you phone us tonight? I'm so glad you did, John. And honestly, I hope you get I hope you get that money because I've I've bought that on Kindle and I'm I'm happy to put some money in your pocket. And I hope it shows up on your sales. But why did you call us? I just want people to know that when you're a writer, it's not just it's not just about the money. It's it's about the it's about the person. It's about the writer themselves. It's about the dedication. It's about what's in your heart. It's it, it it's it's a, it's about the talent. It's about who you are as a person. When you're, when you're writing a book, no matter what, what you write about or who you write about, you're, you're basically uh, writing about yourself, whether you do it directly or indirectly or not. And, and that's why I'm calling today because my, my book is, is actually new to the market. It's, it's only been out for about a year. But um, the publisher told me that they were only doing half of the advertising, that I had to do the other half. They didn't tell me how I was or wasn't supposed to. So, like, like Frank Sinatra, I kind of did it my way. Oh, man. I, I, I now have a thank you letter for from but the why did you call? why did you call a UK radio station? Are you just, like, cr- looking online for, for, for places? Uh, because uh, I wanted everybody in, in, in England to know about my book. Bless you, man. Well... John, listen, you've, you've, you've called. I don't know if any of my listeners will buy it, but I, I, go on, man, it's seven quid. Go and chuck a few quid into this bloke's hat. I've bought it, John, and you're very welcome to give us a call anytime you want, mate. I really appreciate the call. Okay. Thank you, I John. Thank you. Take care, fella. We'll speak again. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Cheerio in there. It's John from Clearwater, Florida. He just sold a book. That was a phone call worth making for him, wasn't it? Do we, we haven't done that break, have we? We'll do the break in a second. Um... Well, also, I think that that's going to be... Can we clip me reading that? Because that's going to be my showreel. I'm going to send that uh, to Hollyoaks and say, you sure you don't want to give me that job as the horny teacher? I can do accents. I can do accents and emotion. And that was a sight... I swear to God, I swear to you, I had not read that before. I was sight reading that. I was sight reading it. And if that's what I can do with a sight reading, imagine if I had a couple of days prep. Gosh. Um, Thank you for that, John. I wonder if we could... I wonder if there's... For Christmas special, if we could turn that into a radio play. Um, Let's talk about it now. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio.